0: Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan, brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. I was reading this advice today from the uh, Department of Health: children and adults should take vitamin D supplements every day until the middle of March. They're talking about at least anyway till till St Patrick's Day. And uh, registered dietitian Orla Walsh is with me on the program today. Orla, is this new advice? First of all.
1: Um, no, not really. They've changed the recommendations and um, they've increased what they think we should be taking. But no, it's not new advice. We've, we've always need, needed to take a vitamin D supplement, certainly from Halloween to Paddy's Day, but perhaps all year round. Do I, I, you know,
0: I've n- never taken ever vitamin D supplements before until I got bloods done before Christmas and the one that was low was my vitamin D. So I actually have only started on a, on a vitamin D supplement um, in the past couple of weeks, but most people I know never take them, Orla.
1: Yeah, most people aren't taking the vitamin D supplement despite it being recommended. And, you know, we know that at least 90% of people have low levels of vitamin D in their body. And what they might experience is that they just get sick more often. But of course, it's used for, you know, it's important for a multitude of things in the body, including um, making sure we have healthy bones and muscles.
0: So so, so that's its primary focus then, is it? The bones and muscles? Yeah,
1: I, I think bones and muscles and the immune support um, are, are certainly, you know, three key areas. But you no, know, vitamin D is associated with a whole host of things. And um, I guess, you know, we I'm, I'm talking about causation studies rather than correlation, but there's loads of studies suggesting that vitamin D and low vitamin D levels are correlated to a, a whole heap of things, including mental health and immune support and autoimmune diseases, heart disease, diabetes, you name it.
0: So it's just as simple as one supplement tablet a day?
1: Yes, yeah, it is just that simple. And there's different ways of taking it depending on... Um, you know how you like to take your supplements. Sometimes people f- find sprays handy because they just keep it by the toothbrush. So after they brush their teeth, they just spray under their tongue and get on with the day. And um, sprays can be handy if you're working with babies because you put the drops in and it kind of falls out their cheek on the other side. It's quite frustrating. Um, So there is different methods of taking it. And vitamin D is, of course, in a lot of multivitamins. So what we don't want is people taking a separate vitamin D supplement if they're already taking a multivitamin or something else with vitamin D in it.
0: Are there certain, um, you know, measurements or amounts? Is there a difference in what you should give adults or children if we're telling people to start taking vitamin D now?
1: Yeah, so when it comes to infants, it just depends on if they're receiving um, formula and how much formula they're getting. So if they're getting over 300 mils, they might not need to take a vitamin D supplement. Breastfed babies and babies getting less than 300 mils of formula might need five micrograms while older kids, um, and you might need five micrograms up to the age of kind of five, and then it increases to around 10 micrograms. But when you become a teenager, and adult, it increases to 15 micrograms, and it kind of stays at that for the rest of your life. They do recommend taking it every day from Halloween to Paddy's Day, like I said, but some people need to take it all year round. And that would include people um, living in Ireland with darker skin, um, as well as people who are indoors a lot of the time.
0: Yeah, listener here says, um, you've absolutely no son in Ireland. My entire family's been taking vitamin D for years. You can check your blood for vitamin D and then you'll know whether or not you should take it. But you see, that's the point. I would have thought before you take supplements, you should go and get your bloods checked. But actually, am I right in saying the Department of Health here are just saying we should all be taking vitamin D anyway?
1: Yeah, because um, you see, most people are going to be deficient or have subclinical levels you're talking about at least 90% of people studied so you know it's instead they're kind of just suggesting that we all consider taking a vitamin D supplement like it would be quite expensive and invasive to check everyone's blood when when we know that most people do need most to take it, need it because we're not getting enough through our food and we can't get enough through our food
0: are there certain um you know d- types or brands or are they all pretty much they're all the one orla like you don't need to spend quite a fortune all on
1: similar. no and i think the the problem is if i were to come on and say this is better than that and the other it would actually increase the price tag for people and might stop some people from taking the vitamin d supplement and we know that those who are in a lower socioeconomic disadvantaged area are more likely to be vitamin d deficient so um you know once you're taking a supplement you're 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 going to increase your levels and keep them maintain them all year round The levels in our blood tend to be lowest, um, you know, in kind of March time and highest in sort of September. So, you know, when you get your bloods checked, if they are low in September, you know that perhaps you're someone who needs to take vitamin D all year round.
0: What else should we be taking, Orla?
1: Um, Well, it depends. We know that Irish people don't eat enough fish. Um, And, you know, that omega-3 fat that you get from oily fish is incredibly important for us. You might need to consider taking omega-3 supplement if you're not willing to eat oily fish um, and not uh, able to include it into your diet uh, regularly. Some people might be allergic to. um, Then folic acid is another one. And women of childbearing age who could get pregnant, um, you know, should consider taking um, 400 micrograms of folic acid. And then I suppose there are supplements for different issues or reasons. So if someone's allergy and they're excluding certain foods, they might need supplements there. If someone's following um, an exclusively plant-based diet, they might need vitamin B12 and omega-3. And there's certain circumstances as well. So if someone's taking a medication, they might need to supplement. So for example, if someone's taking metformin, which is used a lot in type 2 diabetes, they might need to take a vitamin B12 supplement. So there's lots of circumstances where supplements are needed. Yeah, okay,
0: and if you're like, you know, the majority of people that I know at the moment, myself included, Orla as well, and this that are just, you know, can't shift that lingering cough for the past couple of weeks <laughs> over Christmas. Is there something that we should or could take?
1: Um, well, there there is a bit of research in vitamin C, in um, zinc, um in echinacea. Um, you know, there are some supplements out there, but you know, for a lot of us it means we might be better focused um if we were to f- better get better results if we were to focus our time on certain things like improving our sleep and how much we sleep, um making sure that we eat our fruit and vegetables. Um, that we're drinking water and of course we're washing our hands regularly and coughing into our elbow.
0: Um, Maeve is wondering, I know you mentioned folic acid but the difference between folic acid and folate, which is better? Yeah,
1: Um, I suppose from my point of view um, I need to be careful how I discuss this because really you know, when it comes to what is the evidence, we have the evidence that folic acid is important to take, that it's a stable supplement and that is in you know, when taken, it reduces the risk of neural tube defects. So that's the one, you know, if, if I'm I'm talking kind of um, to to the more general population, that's the one I would encourage okay. people to take. Um, Sandra's wondering about advice for
0: low energy already on altroxin, Revive Active, fish oil, has a good diet, sleeps well and she's still wrecked.
1: Yeah, so if she's taking that medication loxin she needs to make sure that she's taking it right. Um it needs to be taken on an empty stomach and maybe an hour before she has breakfast. Um and there are certain other things that she needs to focus on in 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 her diet such as um making sure she doesn't consume too much soya foods um as well as making sure she gets enough selenium and zinc. And interestingly enough, the Irish population um you know, for the majority of people, they actually aren't eating and consuming enough selenium and zinc. Selenium comes from the likes of Brazil nuts while zinc is um, comes from the likes of shellfish. So, you know, there are dietary aspects that she could okay. focus on to help improve her thyroid function.
0: Uh, Jer is asking about a raised liver count, if you have any suggestions for that.
1: Oh, well, it, when it comes to a raised liver count, it just depends on what's raised because they look at several different things. I suppose the more common one would be fatty liver. In which case, um, you know, he needs to be uh, assessed for excess body fat, especially around his middle. So if he finds that his waist circumference has increased over the years, perhaps it's fatty liver. Um, And there's lots that can be done there. We certainly work on diet and lifestyle in uh, reducing insulin resistance. So how we handle blood sugar. Um, But we also focus on things like increasing resistance exercise sleep and we might even um, look at something like intermittent fasting but I can't advise to him in particular. I can only tell what I, I would consider when yeah. I'm looking at someone with fatty liver.
0: Um, You can get face serums with vitamin D in them says this texter. Do they work as well as supplements or are they just an additional?
1: Um, well it, you know it would be advisable for people to consume the vitamin D. Um, you know I suppose we there's certain things that are more tested than the others so we, we want to go with the one that has been tested more often um, to, and shown to actually increase vitamin D levels.
0: Just finally Orla, who should take mag- magnesium or should we all be taking it? Um,
1: magnesium is one of the things that i suppose is coming into the um limelight a little bit more and um, what magnesium um you know it can help with certain things like um sleep it might help with things like um, anxiety but we also need to be careful with supplements because some forms of them actually can give us a, an upset tummy so for example if you take someone with anxiety they might be more prone to um you know IBS or diarrhea and if they're taking a magnesium that is well absorbed they're going to worsen that and that might worsen their anxiety um, and even fear of leaving the house for fear of having an accident so you do need to be careful with the supplements what you take and I would take advice from a healthcare professional on what's best for you. Registered
0: dietitian Orla Walsh. Orla thanks a million as always for joining us here today. I just thought it was interesting when I saw that uh, advice today about vitamin D from the Department of Health. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan.